It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Ring. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. Alright, so you guys managed to come inside here and uh, secure the wall behind you. And you think you've, you've like masked your, your footprints uh, pretty well. Um, and, uh, so you come inside and Loni and Nali say, welcome to Helgrad. This is, um, um, he, how much do you guys know of, uh, of dwarf history? No, nope. uh, I heard they pop out of holes in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> they laugh and they say, ah, Lord of the mountains. He says, that's, that's entirely true. Um, he says, in fact, in this region, the, the king, the father of all, all dwarves, uh, was awakened in Mount Gundabad. And uh, when, when Durin the Deathless was awoken, he headed south and founded Kazakh Dun, which you know as Moria. Um, and uh, the, the, the trip that he took southerly, uh, we call, uh, the dwarves call Durin's March. Um, and it is said that after he had awoken, the dwarves that lived in the area erected a monument, uh, or, or like a like a like a dungeon, almost like a like an underground subterranean cathedral for Durin. Um, it was far enough away from Gundabad, but also on Durin's march that it was still safe and secret. And it says uh, it is said to contain some artifacts from Durin himself. And we we came here looking for your father, thinking that. He was uh, he, last we knew. He, you know, Balin is obsessed with with Kazakh Dune. So, for those of you that don't know, Balin is was the king of of Moria of Kazakh Dune before he was run out. And this whole time, basically in the chronology, eventually Balin. Do you remember from the Lord of the Rings? He dies in Moria, yeah, um, yeah. defending it, and he dies with several people. Um, I won't give anything away, but um, Loni and, and Nali are both part of that crew that dies. Um, and uh, so they're here looking for him, and they, they think that maybe Balin is on some sort of pilgrimage doing Durin's march by himself and heading to the last stop, Kazakh Dune. So he says, welcome. We, we have no... None of the, the modern dwarves have been here, none of the contemporary dwarves, uh, so we have no idea what to expect. There's very little writing about this place. Cool. That's pretty cool. These buttons, I want to push the buttons. Skittles. <laughs> so, like, uh, so, so after they say that, Angolon's like, all right, well, uh, you fellas feel free to lead on ahead then. Uh, Wait, why would Angolon not go in there? No, he he would, but if that like if even even the dwarves didn't know anything about it, he would like he uh -huh. have traps and things. So he would just be like, he'd be like, yes, yes, I'll be right behind you. Ah, uh, he's wise enough to not go first. I got it. Yeah. Um. So hold on. So you, I'm guessing you picked up the sword, Marco. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm holding it. 
All right, so let me send this over to you. How big is that sword? Is it like one-handed or two-handed? It is a long sword, so it's one-handed or two-handed. Nice. Right? You can hold it two-handedly. Yeah, one's yeah. like a 1d8 and two's a 1d10. So, so check it out now. Check out the description. <clears throat> Ooh, sentient. Good. Yes, perfect. So you notice when you pick up the sword that it it speaks to you and, and wants you to like to like not clean off the blood. Um yeah, so I clean off the blood. Alright, it's pissed at you. <laughs> and then I, I guess I call Angle on over and I'm like Yeah, this uh, do you know anything about this sword? All right, let's do. Uh, well, you ha- do you have lore and shadow lore, or just shadow lore? Uh, I, have I have both. I have both as well. So you both can do a lore check. So Angolan kind of like inspects the sword a little bit, and he kind of uh, he kind of studies it for a, for a moment. He says, "I believe that this, this artifact is named An- Anquil." Anguil. Anguil. Okay. Um, he said, uh, this, this artifact was last seen in the city of Gondolin. In many years since anyone would have seen this. Was it made by the elves? It was made by, uh, how do you say that, Jared? Ale. Ale is a dark elf. Okay, it was made by Ale. The history of this, the history of this sword is, um, do you remember Ale, Marco? Mm, I don't think so. Alright, so the way, in, in Beleriand, this was in the first age, Yep. Um, there was um, the Girdle of Melian. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. Sort of the forest there. Yep. And then north of that, there was the hidden city of Gondolin. It was a, um, it was an elven city. Um, yep. And there was a dark elf living outside in the outside of both of those places. And in order to get the land in this in this place, this really dark place that he lived, and to get the hand of of the woman he married, he. May, he was a smithy that learned from the um, that learned from the dwarves, and he's he's really the only one that could. Um, he, he like he made this this alloy out of um, like a meteorite. Uh, that's why they call it um, of the fiery star, uh, because this metal sort of fell from from the heavens, that which came from the void. Um, and uh, he wielded. He made it two swords. He gave one to the king, Turgon, and yeah. um, and that was um, that. The sword's history is sort of accounted for, but one he kept for himself. His son stole it and took it to Gondolin, and no one's really sure what happened to that sword. Um, so it made its way uh, east before the flood and um, uh, came into the hands probably of Teradon. And someone hit it in Tol Eskarnan. And uh, now it is one of the points of Teradon's wager. But you're now wielding an ancient elven sword. But it it likes blood? It likes blood, yes. (laughs) Did did everyone look at the... Yeah, I saw the last part. (laughs) Yeah. On a critical miss, it damages the wielder for the full damage of the attack. Oh, yikes. So it emits light out. Bright light out to fifteen feet. Yep. Do you want do you want an aura? So as an action, I can expand it. So it's it's not it's not an evil sword. It um, Ale was not a nice elf, um, and so it has kind of some of the oh the the other really important thing is I forgot the the 
the sword that its sister sword that was given to Turgon. Do you know what that was later called? Gersang. Oh, it was it was wielded by Turin Turnbar, and yeah. he used it to kill the dragon. It was it was reforged. Um, so the so the sister sword is is Gersang. Oh, we gotta find gotta find this some sister sword. All right. Um, so what are you guys doing here? Uh, can we like inspect some stuff, like produce perception rolls, and see if we see anything? Yeah, I'll save you the trouble. While you're outside, you don't really notice anything. So the it's, a, it's an ancient, ancient, ancient uh, place. So it's like pretty well preserved, but um, you know you can tell everything's super old. The cobwebs, dust, a uh, little bit of rubble, um, burn inside. You can see the outline. Um, in England, you too can see the outline of a of a big dwarf, and it's a big dwarf. You think it's probably like a tribute to Durin. Are you playing? Are you playing cave ambient right now? Yeah. Oh Jesus! Okay, that that was freaking me out because for some reason it's not coming through my headset. It's coming through my surround sound speakers. Oh my god! I just I just rebooted because I lost my internet connection and shit, and it automatically connected to my stereo. And I'm hearing these noises. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? All right, so go ahead and uh, you can go ahead and sort of move in. I'm sure Tesro is good at finding and disabling traps. Speaking of that, Tessero's uh, very curious as to whether there may be any treasure uh, treasure in here. Or weed. Yeah. <laughs> he has enough of that already. <laughs> For now. Alright, Burn. when you get to that room, you look inside and you see this. More than anything, oh. it reminds you of the Arkenstone. Whoa. And it's just laying in the middle of the floor. Okay. The direct center of the floor, in fact. Before I do anything with that, I want to move down and look in each one of these rooms. All right, you see the same thing in each one of the rooms. I'm gonna walk around the room following Burn, but I'm I'm kind of like being really careful not to step anywhere he hasn't so, stepped. I, I know dwarves aren't intelligent <laughs> for the most part, but there's five party members and there's five rooms with these stones in it. So I think uh-huh. we wanted to go into each one of these rooms and pick them up at the same time. Mm-hmm. That is going to be like a prison as soon as we pick him up. It's going to like slam doors down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah, or we all die instantly. Campaign's over. I'm like really uncomfortable picking up a stone. Would Adeline be able to do like a lore on these? You've never seen anything like this. Okay. So I was looking at, I was actually pulling out Pterodon's wager, um, that, that diamond. Um, as I was, as I, as uh, Ingram was telling me about the sword, and uh, one of the point, one of the corners uh, mentions a uh, uh, the notes, which it burns okay. inside us all. Yes, some call it some a. Call it a. a. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, would Loni and um, is that like one of these stones? Or is it these um, possibly, yeah. So um, when you tell them what you see, they're just like wow. That you you see like they want to go just pick them up. It's not going to uh, click one. What's it feel like? Hold on one second. Oh, I was just going to say that this. Can I? Can I look at this? This statue here. Sure. This yeah. statue looks. I'll let you do any checks that you want now that you're inside. If, if uh, based on your location. Yeah, I got a. I got a bad feeling about this statue here. I have a feeling like we pick up these stones and it's like gonna come to life or something. Maybe the first time something like that's happened. Um, okay. uh, so I'm assuming that since one of the four corners of Pterodon's wager is uh, a uh, one of these five stones is the 
the real one, and maybe the other four are fake. Seems like good logic, but yeah, it's got to be something like that, right? There's not going to be yeah. one of these stones for all of us. <laughs> Everyone, pick up a stone and hold it next to their heart. So Loni and Nolly are starting to like they get they get that like glance in their eye. The dwarven, like yeah. oh, I'm going to touch it. So if nobody stops them, they're going to pick this one up. Oh jeez. Dude, burn! Yell at them. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> hey, wait! <laughs> oh, he's getting sucked in too. Burns, Burns, gonna go pick it up. <laughs> he's like, "What? This is this is a uh, this is the birthright of our people." Sound familiar? This is a trap. Ooh, there's there's something not right. Burns never learn, man. <laughs> he says, that, "Nolly says there's one in each room," and he goes running down the hall. Dragons, Lo- 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 you, you can have. Oh, stop him! Oh gosh! I look. I look at Burn like he's got to do something, and, and I and I probably see a crazy look in his eye too. <laughs> the son of Balin demands you to stop. <laughs> Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. All right. They they stop and they're like, "Why can't this is this is I've never seen anything like this. The, only the Arkenstone rivals it in its beauty." Exactly. There's something not right about it. Yeah, England would, he would be cautioning them. He'd be like, um, you know, I don't think that there would be five of these stones here for us. I'm going to stand in the doorway. What do you think about, like, tossing something in and trying to move it and see if, what, if it does anything if you move it? You know, no one's done any checks yet. Yeah, let's do some checks. <laughs> I, I tried to do a lore. Kind of checks let's start dropping easy. some checks. Well, I, when you did a lore check, I shared the end. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, 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 I'm just saying I did try a check. You see, um, they almost look back here, like here, here, and here. It almost look like vents. Oh, great! <laughs> not, uh, not really sure. Like you don't f- like you don't feel any air coming out of them, though. Hmm. All right. Some other stuff could come out of them. Some poison gas is gonna <laughs> come out of there. And I'm still, I'm still convinced the stone statue is going to come to life at some point. Okay, so I'm like, there, are, there are vents up here. I don't know what they're for, though. Are there any like, um, <laughs> like nodes where the stones can be placed besides the center of the floor where they are now? No. Maybe the solution is just to pick up a stone and run the what's, fuck out of here. What's in this room right here? <laughs> Burn, you go up there. Yeah. Right. You, yeah. you see a switch in the wall. I think he already has a extra. Extra bonuses with stonework, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like double my proficiency. Yeah, seven wouldn't, seven wouldn't cut it. Uh, so 23, you see a switch in the wall. It's hidden, and it's it's not like a lever, but it's like uh, you see like a, you're like, these stones don't look quite right. And you sort of recognize that some of the doors in Erebor have some like, uh, think of it as like home automation, right? Like there's certain, like the, there's a panel in the wall that does certain things. Like, like these buttons also right. do certain things. I activate it. Fair deer, you see um, these vents like, like shut and uh, you hear some like mechanical things going on and uh, there, you can tell fair deer right away that there was a wall that would have dropped down right here. Did it drop down, or is it... No, no, that you, but you can hear, like, the, the mechanisms in the wall to, like, disengage. Whatever you did, that, that, uh, that seems to be, uh, that seems to have solved our problem. The vents are, the vents are closed, and the door mechanism, the door is deactivated, so I'm guessing, 
then now if we try to pick up a stone, we won't get trapped in here and die a horrible death. I'm I guess pick, I picked this. Wait, one. wait, we should still we should still try and pick it up with like a cloth or something. No, I I bare hit this thing. I just pick it up. <laughs> All right, everybody else in the other rooms, you see these just disappear. Um, the burn, the one that you pick up in your bleeding hand, the one that you rubbed on the wall. Um, in your hand, you hold this. It also has a, another hidden property, which I won't share with you right away. Nice. <laughs> and uh, can I tell you my take on this? I've always wondered what the Arkenstone was. Um, and my take on the Arkenstone is, uh, at least in this campaign, is that there were seven tribes of dwarves. And dwarves were awo- awoken in different mountains. The Iron Mountains, the Blue Mountains, the Misty Mountain, the Grey Mountains, sorry, um, and various other places. Um, my take on this is that where the dwarves were awoken, uh, part of the living stone that they were made out of uh, forms uh, an Arkenstone in every mountain. That's my, oh, that's a that's, cool thought. That's my take. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. <clears throat> and so this is called the Durin Stone. The if I'd have picked up any of the stones, they'd have all been the same, right? The, the rest of them dissolved. The, the the person that opened the door had to be the one to go. Well, there was more to it than that. There was um, Spriggs, you were on the right track with everybody picking them up at the same time, but uh, you guys disarmed it. So so we will. Um, you guys can rest here and level here. Again, um, don't do anything special with like cultural heritages or anything. Even if that's in your level. Um, we'll do it uh, at the end of the next session. We'll we'll add those on. Okay, so I can like just say that I'm going to spec into that, but do it later. Yeah, you can put it in your character sheet. We just we won't use those cu- those cultural um, any of until those. Until we have like a fellowship rest or whatever. Right, right until we are in um, well where we're going to be next. Okay. All right. So at level four, I think pretty much everyone just gets a character improvement. So we're either upping a stat or we're like you said getting a. Uh, yeah. A virtue. Yep. 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 Let me see if there's anything else I need to leave you with. Um, so I told you about Balin's pilgrimage. Um, they think he's on Durin's march. Um, oh, at this point, um, anybody that's familiar with this geography, so um, Engelin or um, you know, uh, possibly Riken. Although he probably didn't come this far north very often, no, um, I don't think so. Definitely, uh, Burin. You think that um, the direction that these soldiers were heading was not towards Gundabad. You think they're heading towards the Withered Heath. I'll leave you with one phrase: Varby dragons. Varby <laughs> <laughs> dragons. Oh. Um, hey. So, let me share with you. Uh, last thing, promise. Uh, so here are the quotes. We know any, uh, we know any particularly famous dragons that come from Withered Heath. Um, and what's known about the Withered Heath is that um, the, the the great fire drakes uh, were finished when Smog died. That doesn't mean all the dragons were dead. Um, there are what's called cold drakes still in existence in the Withered Heath. So what you think they're what? Well, I'll let you. Uh, they can fly. So I'll let you figure out why you think they're heading to the Withered Heath. Because they're getting farther and farther away from allies. Yeah, they're going to grab a dragon. Fly somewhere on a dragon. 
I'm All gonna right. take one as a pet. That would be that would be a nice pet, but I don't think you're gonna get one. All right, what do you guys think so far? Cool, man. This yeah, is cool. Man, I like dude, it. I like, like this like historical site and Burns history is awesome. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The the old Spriggs reveal really was awesome. Okay. I I, uh, I like to try to explain some of the things. Like I I won't do Tolkien injustice by like you know shitting on his his lore the stuff that he wants to remain hidden but like like the, i like having theories for things like the arkenstone you know what i mean like i think this, sure. is, a, this yeah, is a good sure. it's a good thing yeah that's awesome when i when i first made my character i put in burren son of ball and was like nah take the sun part out <laughs> he's like we'll just keep it quiet for now do that. <laughs> yeah good reveal good reveal so uh so the next session, you're basically heading towards the Withered Heath, which brings you really close to Erebor. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose. 